Praise be Jesus Christ. Slava Jesus Christo. You're all invited to a party today at directory for sort of a luncheon. And we will have a gifts for the children. So this week we celebrated the Feast of St. Nicholas and we're observing it today for the parish. And St. Nicholas is notified by his beauty and charity towards all people, especially children. And so if you go around the world, you visit different countries, they all have some version of St. Nicholas, Father Christmas, or some other title uh, in Slav countries, Sati Nikolai. And of course, we hear our Athenian church, so we had the Feast of St. Nicholas. It's a great feast day because it celebrates generosity. Generosity of love and understanding and of charity towards especially children. I told you last week in the homily that uh, the poorest people in the world are children. Most children have nothing unless they're royalty or something like that. They're completely dependent upon their parents from the moment they come into the world. And most children uh, are taken very well care of because they're a gift to us from God so that our church can grow and prosper and God's will can be done. And of course, they become doctors and lawyers and engineers and workers and they make the whole economy move. And this itself is a great charity because especially in the United States, if we didn't have work, we'd be in a really tough situation. Very few people in the United States could learn to farm or raise a garden or learn to support themselves. It would be a brave difficulty. So they get an education, they look for a job and they they pay their taxes, which is, runs the whole country. So we don't like the taxes, but we pay them, not without a little grudge, but sometimes they're just too high, and that's what we think anyway. But anyway, <clears throat> back to St. Nicholas. He was a bishop in Asia Minor, and uh, he did a lot of things. If you go to Asia Minor, his house is there. There is much left, uh, not much left of Christianity there because it's in Turkey, but they have a, they keep uh, St. Nicholas's house and things like that because thousands of tourists go there to see St. Nicholas's house. And we have some relics of St. Nicholas. I have one in the house. I don't know if they brought it out today, but anyway. And we venerate him. He did many, many good works that benefited his neighbors and the whole church. So there's two very popular saints in the Catholic Church. One is the Blessed Virgin Mary, 
She's the top of the heap. The second one is St. Nicholas. And even in department stores, they have somebody acting as St. Nicholas, and the children go there and tell they want them what they want for Christmas and all these things. So it's become an institutionalized a saint of the both the of all Christianity actually. So what should we imitate about Saint Nicholas that, that we can live in, in the Christian life that he lived? First of all, generosity with what we have. Secondly, helping the poor. Thirdly, being a person of prayer. He was a bishop. Well, he was in and out of jail. And he had a little fight with Arius over the Arian heresy. And uh, he punched him in the nose or something. And the uh, emperor uh, in Constantinople put him in jail. So there is St. Nicholas in jail. So finally, uh, uh, the emperor come to understand that he had a just cause and he let him out of jail. And he continued to do his good works. Now you can find a little book, the children and read about St. Nicholas in more detail. But his life was not easy. He was misunderstood, yet he was a good person. Now that's a lesson for all of us, to do good when we're misunderstood. It happens at home sometimes with your parents. They misunderstand what you've done, but and they don't give you a chance to explain yourself right off. But when they understand, they know what a good person you are. So I was a young person, sort of a teenager. I knew some older people uh, in the neighborhood, and I knew they didn't have much for Christmas. So I would uh, buy from small Christmas trees live. And I would visit them, and I'd put a little Christmas tree up in their house, and I would give them some candy. Well, that's about all I could do. But I felt that I was doing a good thing. Why did I feel that way? It was because I thought they had to feel some generosity, some love, some kindness, especially as Christmas was approaching and it was a feast of St. Nicholas. So, you know, you know somebody that has nothing or very little, it's a good time to give them something. It's a good time maybe to even make something for them. In the monastery, we're not allowed to give any gifts to anybody unless we make them. This is very interesting. So we send usually cards and things like that, and we try to share our life with other people to understand how beautiful the Christian life is and to be witnesses to the gospel like St. Nicholas was. I think it's a wonderful thing to know that these early saints used to have a little gospel book and they carried it with them. And I think that's one of the wonderful things you can do. Wherever you go to have a little gospel book with you so you can read the gospel and reading the gospel, you can understand what charity and love is and why we should help our neighbor. 
and you will reap many rewards for doing this. Even if something misunderstands you, they will think about it and they will come to an understanding. I think the first lover of the world is God. And he sent his son, Jesus Christ, as his gift to the world, especially at Christmas time, as an adorable child. And from this child has come salvation of the whole world. And no matter where you go, anywhere in the world, everybody knows who Jesus Christ is. They may not share our Christian faith, but maybe because of our witness, they will. And that is the greatest gift we can give to them, is to share in our Christian faith. So today, during the Christmas Eve uh, time, and in preparation for the Feast of Nativity, make some little gift. It can be for anybody, and give it to them in the name of Christ. Somebody who think needs a little gift. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be even a card with prayers in it. Half the time at Christmas, this Christmas, the monks are giving prayers to people who help us. They give a little card, they promise some prayers. It's called the spiritual bouquet. It's a good thing to do. You don't have to go out and spend a lot of money. You can make the card. But you put in there, I'm going to remember you this Christmas in my prayer. For your health and well-being, to say thank you for being such a good person to me. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.